for joining us in this exciting process. Want to introduce our special, special guest tonight. Been here before and had very high viewer numbers, so we're glad to have him again here tonight. Pastor Ricky Morris, minister and pastor, Church of God in Chesapeake Bay, Virginia. Beautiful place. I want to go there as soon as I can. Praise if, I, if I can invite myself, if you allow me to do that. Amen. But the last time he was here a few months ago was a blessing. Again, the Chesapeake Bay area. Glad to have him again. Uh, we are happy about that this evening. Pastor, tell us about your church, where it's located, the number. Uh, if I wants to contact or visit your church, how can they do that? Sure. Uh, we're located in the uh, Chesapeake, a uh, city of Chesapeake in Virginia. Uh, if you're familiar with Virginia Beach or familiar with uh, Suffolk, uh, Newport News, that's a shipbuilding yard here. We're kind of right in that area. We're a cluster of about seven cities. And um, one of the main city is Norfolk, Virginia. That's where our naval, the United States Naval Fleet is. And we have a little piece of the rock here, a little church. We're located at 201 Providence Road. Our phone number is 757-390-44476. So if you're ever in this area, look us up. We'll roll out the red carpet for you, but uh, it's a great place to be. Now, Patrick, you also have some online programs. What talks do you cover on your online outreach? Well, I kind of been doing this broadcasting thing for about 15 years. I have about uh, somewhere around 700 or 800 videos up on YouTube. Um, some people know me most by teaching prophetic uh, uh, subjects such as um, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation. I have other topics such as the Encounter with God series uh the seven parables of Jesus, uh, which also is prophetic and just sermons and other teachings. And um, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, plus, we come on Facebook. We come on Twitter. We come on several locations. Uh, uh, lately, we kind of been taking a break. You know, we don't want to get burnout. It's kind of been like a little sabbatical. But uh it's time to get back in a driver's seat. So we'll be back on tomorrow night uh, with a new series. Uh, the series, Doing the Unthinkable. And I can go to YouTube or Facebook. How can I connect with that? Well, One more a, time, link, please. a link usually comes out on the feed line of Facebook or YouTube and um, announcing that we're going live. It'll be nine o'clock tomorrow. But this is how you can find us. We are upon this rock ministry, not ministries, ministry.org. Okay. You put that in YouTube search line and you'll find us. And uh, those that are associated with our group on Facebook and, our, and the main feed. And if you're a friend of mine, you can find us that way on Facebook or Twitter. And that's at Rick Morris twelve thirteen. That's the Twitter link. Pastor Morris, your fellowship meeting. Are you planning one for this year? 
Well, we usually have it about uh, August, but uh, it all depends on, um, um, I guess, this crisis we're in regarding COVID-19, you know, because there are... there's so many aspects of this, of trying to get out of it and, you know, and things of that nature. And I want to respect the saints sure, uh, sure. in that sense there. And above all, I want to be safe. Sure. Safe is uh, really important. So we're kind of playing it by ear. Pastor, I heard that you are considering a ministerial discussion on unity with three or four ministers or pastors. Where are you in that uh, planning session? Well, we're probably about a month away. I'm trying to nail down these ministers. (laughs) (laughs) You know, see, it's one thing uh, to talk unity, but the Bible said endeavoring to keep the bond, uh, keep unity in the bond of peace. Endeavor means to make an effort. Right. So right. we have to make an effort. And you'd be surprised. Sometimes it's like pulling the tooth. You know, sometimes we all get caught up in our own little corners, but that's not the will of God. The Bible said how sweet and good it is for brethren to dwell and dwell together in unity. It's like the anointing oil that ran down Aaron's beard. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> if we want um, the favor of God, the blessing of the spirit of God, uh, we need to make an effort. And the only way we're going to come together and be successful is making an effort. I was in a crisis just this week. My, I have a special need child. He was really suffering. Mm, and I called best. on the saints. And yeah, I called yeah. all over. I put it out there on Facebook. They prayed. God yeah. touch his body. Yeah. Uh, see, God loves unity. When we come together for one common cause and task, just like when the saints were being persecuted in the book of Acts, they got down on their knees. They say, you hear them. In other words, they're persecuting us because of this holy child, Jesus. And uh, but and you know what the Lord did? He gave more strength. He anointed them more. Amen. And, so, Amen. and, they, and they were successful in their mission. So we can't go nowhere without it. We need each other. That's true. Pastor... When years ago, when you left the church under that pressure, what was your frame of mind before you left? What was your frame of mind? Well, anytime a person leaves the church, he gets a false sense of relief. He feels like he's running from the pressure. The pressure is off. I don't have to deal with this, you know, and... uh but that's not God's uh, will. And sometimes God, he, God lets you be for just a little bit. And, and then God begin to deal with you. What about your relationship with God? Because if we say we love God, uh, whom we don't see, how can we say uh, we love our brother whom we do see, you know, so because the image of God is in our brother, we got to love him the same. And guess That's what? We, we didn't choose our family. We don't choose our mother, father, sisters and brother. But we learn how to get along as a family unit. Well, so it is. The Bible said that we were raised up together. Amen. Right. Right. We were made to sit together. Everything is together. Mm. We move 
just like those four living creatures, we move as a unit. <laughs> they all went forward. They all went sideways. You know, they moved as a unit. Those living creatures is us. We are those living creatures now, and we have to move together to be successful. Thank you for that. Mr. Director, any comments or questions from the listeners? Not at the moment. No, sir. Pastor, the person that came to rescue you, describe the person that he was. Describe his persona, his character. Well, usually when a person backslides, goes back out into the world, goes back to wickedness, I I kind of think about uh, the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, they had other issues, but the the main thing, it, it was full of wickedness. Mm-hmm. But God sent two angels. Really, he sent the uh, the Lord and three angels. Right. So Christ <clears throat> appeared with two of the angels and they went there and they had a discussion with Abraham. You know, and Abraham was interceding. He was advocating for the city. You know, um, if, if it's 50 there, if it's 40 there, whatever, I'm so glad God saw just one. It was just me that it was worth and, and I had two friends, they were my angels, and both of those are Church of God preachers today. But we grew up together at that time, um, they wasn't, but they called me on the telephone. And them were some voices I hadn't heard for a while in the path, and we were so close. Oh, I just, my heart just melted, melted. That's when my conviction started. And one day I was walking in the kitchen, and I just burst out, start crying because it was something missing, you know, on the inside. I I wasn't worshiping God. I didn't, you know what I mean? Wasn't in his presence, wasn't in the presence of the saints. And I broke down crying. And I thought of my pastor. I thought of my friends. And I said, I'm going home. I had a, a real prodigal son moment. <laughs> he thought about yes. his situation. Right. And guess what? He started hitting on, you know, and uh, uh, that was a blessing. Master, what did they say? What compelled you to be convicted? What words do they use? So we can use those words to people who we know. In fact, friends, now if you're just viewing in, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches podcast. And we don't want you to remember, remember this. You're not forgotten. If you've been hurt, if you've left God, yes. you are not forgotten. Yeah. Brother pastor here has been through that. He was rescued, rescued other people. So he knows what you're going through. Situations have been devastating. We know that, but you're not forgotten. We're here reaching out to you in those three areas, reconciliation, healing, and forgiveness. So pastor, mm-hmm. when those angels came to you, those men came to you, what did they say when they called you? What did they say that, that so <coughs> convicted you and gave you hope down in your soul? You know, they didn't browbeat me. They didn't never say you were wrong or any of that. They just showed love. And they talked about the old times. You know, they came with compassion, love, kindness. You know, and not only that, they did a follow-up. Sometimes God put a soul on your heart, you know, and he sent you to talk to him. Sometimes you got to go back more than once, follow up with that person. But they let me know that, hey, we had a friendship even beyond brotherhood. And we miss you. We love you. And I I miss them. 
and I and I love them, you know what I mean? And I began to look at my situation, you know, and uh and, and nothing was worth that. And so uh but that they wasn't judgmental. Now I'm not saying everybody's not gonna be like that. Right. But usually right. when God was calling you back, he woo you with love. And uh that's what it took. When yeah, please. If I can ask a question, I can interject please. here for just a moment, uh, Pastor please. Ricky. You had yeah. mentioned in a previous session that you were gone for 20 years. Yes. What was your main reason or your holdback for, for returning? What was your main reason why you didn't want to return? Good question. Well, uh, shame. Uh, uh, because number one, at that I had just started as a young minister. Wow. I got I got off track following other ministers. Wow. You see what I mean? See, that's how I got off track. I had other mem- uh, ministers to try to poison my mind. See, the devil, if he can't get you to drink and smoke and all those things, he, he going to come the religious way. And that's just how he came. Here it is. There are some people out there, in honest. They'll throw the brick and hide their hand. Yes. They were they were disgruntled with uh, the ministry, and they will talk about the ministry. And see, when you give people an ear and you're sitting up listening to that, eventually you're gonna get under that spirit, and that's what happened to me. And that caused me to leave, you know. And so that was the beginning of my demise: listening to other people who were not my shepherd. And uh, uh, um, and 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 so after I fell, and then you look at what you were doing before I felt shame. You know what I mean? I and the most thing, it wasn't that I felt like I couldn't be forgiven by the church. The hardest thing it was for me was forgiving myself. Yourself, right? Yeah. Any questions from our listeners to our director? Yes, sir. Mrs. Williams asks: Was it easy returning? Where you left? No. <laughs> but you know what? I thought of uh, God, because sometimes, you know, uh, people don't understand. Some people didn't want to fellowship me, didn't even want to touch me. Hmm. Uh, some people were just like the prodigal son's brother. <laughs> you know, he wasn't happy that he came back, wow. you know. But despite all that, God, you know, he put those that did care about me and uh, they were encouraged me. But above all, my pastor took me under his wings and he would talk to me and let me know that he loved me. And so that that was a blessing. But later on, my pastor, he left here. And sometimes there can be people who are inexperienced. They don't know how to handle a person that maybe was once a young minister or whatever that falls. They don't know how to handle it. It could be some of it. They just don't know what to do. So they don't touch. I remember many times saints would go to dinner. I'd be left there on the front seat. You know what I mean? It just wasn't there. Uh, The the fellowship. But uh, God also was teaching me something through that. I want the power of your salvation to be in me and not in yes, folks. Yes, yes. You know, he got me yes, out of folks because, see, yes. that's what got me off track. 
Yeah. Folks. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Pastor, you're talking to someone tonight who's feeling that shame for whatever reason. Yeah. But they're in that place of shame that they can feel it. They think about it. What would you say to them? Okay. First of all, you're broken. (laughs) Amen. And God loves fixing broken things. God wants to take you on a trip down to the potter's house. God wants to encourage you and lift you up. You know, I thought about it. When God uh, gave the analogy of the shepherd going look for the sheep, I think it's the 23rd Psalms, when he talked about thy rod and thy staff. And I think of a sheep sometime when they wonder, you know what I mean? And they go out there, either get caught in a briar patch or get caught in the cliff of the rock. That's the purpose of the rod and the staff. Now, the rod is that's a tough tool because that hurts sometimes. And sometimes you got to whoop that sheep on his leg so he'll stay. You disable him so he can't go. Yes, there. yes, that's right. That's but true, if yeah. he caught in the cleft of the rock, that's what the long one is for to reach down there and pull them out. The rod is the word. That staff is the Holy Ghost. He said, no man cometh unto the Father except my spirit in heaven draw him. him. So here it is. When God draw you in, stay close to God. Stay close to your ministry, despite whatever folks have said. But there's a scripture talked about. uh, I can't quite remember where it is, but how a brother had fallen but how God began to rise him up. Some people focus on your fall, but you know what? God is focusing on your restoration. And when God rise you up, he's going to rebuild you and make you right. He'll make you a pillar. He'll fortify you. And guess what? You'd be better off than what you were before because you don't learn something now. I believe that. Any questions? Yeah, we have a few coming in, Pastor Ricky. Mrs. De Three wants to ask, is there anything we can do to make a return easier? Good question. Very, Very good, good question. In fact, that was my number five, I think. Very good question. Thank you for that, ma'am. Yes. Is there anything that you can do? Throw yourself on the mercies of God. That's all you have to do. God will take care of the rest. And guess what? He will protect you. Let me tell you something. He will be your shield. Uh, you know, I think about uh, it's just like a chicken. When the wolf is out there and that chicken flutters ring, all the chickens going to go under the wing and she going to cover. Well, so it is. Just throw yourself on the mercies of God. Don't worry about what he is, he is saying and this, that, and the other. And listen to the voice of God. God. And let me tell you, God will direct and order every step you take. Amen. Any questions? I have another question. Yes, sir. Denise Rawls asks, did you feel the need to get back where you were or to take it one day at a time? I guess this is after your restoration. You know, I didn't feel the need to get back where I was. 
not at all. God whipped me and he reminded me what he told me to do and how he started me off. But I got caught up in man's spirit and God held me to that. See, some of these callings are without repentance. In other words, it's not based on that. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? God is still telling you to do the same thing. Paul said, I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Each one of us is given a course. We are given an assignment and God wants us to finish. But sometimes God have to break us first and get us in the right position where we can be a blessing to others. So uh, God still was telling me the same thing. It hadn't changed. Go to Jerusalem, so to speak. Wow. And tarry there and wait. Till you be endued with power from on high. Any questions? Yes, sir. Another one from Miss D313. She asked, what did you do when the people at the church would not receive you? Good question. Good question. Look, there was one brother didn't know how to handle. He struck at me from the pulpit. I remember one time I used to go, and I always sat on the front seat, but I did that as a convert. Not because I was a minister. I want to be, I was excited about the word of God. So I was trained. That's where I always said I was going up there one day. The the brother almost blocked me like a football player. You can't sit there no more. You know what I mean? Just crushed me. So I went on to the back. But guess what? Some of those are just tests, (laughs) you know, (laughs) to see what you're going to do, what your reaction is going to be. But I kept coming. And I don't care if I had to be a doorkeeper in the house of God. I was willing to stay saved, love Jesus Christ, and I appreciate what he'd done for me. And because of that, um, here I am. Here I am today. I I, I look at it, and sometimes I think, I don't deserve to be here. My Lord. I don't deserve it. But God got me here. God mm-hmm. did this. So I'm going to respect what God is doing. And I'm going to do it until I leave here. I want to be just like Paul. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Therefore, it's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. I don't care what he, she, preacher, pope, apostle, whatever <laughs> it, it, it is doing. I want to make sure Rick Morris is finishing his assignment with God. Friends, our time is gone again, unfortunately. Now you say we have Patrick to come back on. These rich <laughs> comments that he's been through has oh, yeah. been a blessing to all of us. Thank you yes, for those who chimed in tonight. We're going to have yeah. him back if he will come back next week. My <laughs> questions, I've got about eight of them left I didn't cover yet tonight, but the best is yet to come. But friends, you've heard what we're trying to do. We're trying to reach out to those who've been hurt, been disenfranchised. This podcast is by Church of God, for Church of God. Many have been wounded, situations have occurred, and we want to do all we can to mend those bridges and reach out in love. And our pastor here has helped us in these areas. We're going to have him come back next week. Praise the Lord. Before that, we're praying for you. We love you. Those three areas. I love y'all. Forgiveness, yes. reconciliation, and healing. May the Lord bless you. God bless you. Amen.